This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. This is Jonathan Hansen, President of World Ministries International. I want to welcome you to the Warning Radio program. My special guest is Lauren Culp. He's running for United States Congress. Lauren, welcome back to the Warning Radio Program. It's great to be with you. Well, it's good having you. I know that I interviewed you when you were running for governor in the state of Washington against uh, Inslee, and uh, I wish you won. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I do as well. Uh, and just about everybody that I talk to says the same thing. Um, it, it was an amazing campaign, that's for sure. You know, we got the most votes for any Republican gubernatorial candidate in the history of the state of Washington, which was pretty incredible. That is incredible, especially in this state um, with uh, uh, election integrity. I would have a, to put a big question mark uh, beside that. I, I would agree with you. <laughs> I know we got tyranny uh, all through the United States, including the if we want to say starting from the White House, but uh, all through the United States, many governors and uh, Inslee, he's very frankly, Jay Inslee is uh, issuing again all of these unconstitutional policies, so to speak. And uh, I mean, it seems it seems like they're trying to shred the United States, shred the Constitution, the Bill of Rights and move us into communism. Lauren? Yeah, they absolutely are. You know, I talked to a lot of people and um they, they usually have the comment that, you know, the Democrats are doing this, the Democrats are doing that. Man, they are so stupid. Why are, why are they doing that? And my comment back to them is it's only stupid if you if you have common sense and you love your country. Right. But it, it's not stupid if you want to destroy this country, which the far left definitely wants to do. You know, um, I don't think that one person should have that much power. You know, we have we have a governor, we have a president that are telling people what to put into their body, for example. Right. That that's not something that I want a public servant to be able to do. You know, I I don't work for the governor. I don't. Nobody works for the governor and nobody works for the, the president, you know, as citizens. Um, they work for us. They are public servants. And. There is no power in the Constitution, either the state of Washington or the federal Constitution, that gives the executive of the state or the nation the power to tell you what to put into your body against your will. Well, no, you're absolutely right. In fact, this is this is against even international law. Uh, they did this because of what Hitler was doing. 
my background is law enforcement, although I've been in ministry now since 1985. I, uh, three doctorate degrees, a couple of MAs and bachelor's degrees, but also from a secular university. But um, your background is law enforcement. Um, uh, what we're seeing, this is flat out lawlessness. Uh, this should not be happening. Uh, this is tyranny, Lauren. Yes, it absolutely is. You know, and um, to add to what you're you're talking about, um, speaking of you know tyranny and unconstitutional things, with the uh, the red flag laws that they're passing, you know, where where someone can tell the police that you're a danger, um, and then that person goes before a judge and swears an oath that you're a danger, and without you even being in court. Um, the judge can order the police to come and take your uh, firearms away from you. I mean, it's a clear violation of our God-given constitutional right to due process. You know, anybody can say anything. Um, and without you being there, even in court to defend yourself, you can have your Second Amendment violated. This is, you know, this... And it's just, it's lunacy, uh, unless you look at it from the perspective of wanting to ruin this country. Yeah, it's total insanity. It's something you would expect in in communist Russia, in China, uh, North Korea, but not the United States of America. No, absolutely not. You know, and you mentioned elections earlier. Um, yeah, know, let's get back to them. Re- election integrity. Elections are something that happen in dictatorships. Yeah, you know, exactly. But, but it's happening right here in the United States of America. You know, the the last real free country in the world. I mean, look at look at what's happening in Australia right now, you know, with the the mandates and the the people there are very much subject to the police force, uh, the federal police in Australia, because they took their weapons away years ago, and we cannot let that happen here in the United States of America. The only reason that what's happening in Australia is not happening on the streets of America right now is because the, the citizens still have the ability to defend ourselves. Well, you're absolutely right. I travel the nations. I've been traveling the nations, meeting with governments and uh, leadership since 1985, all over the world. Again, they're coming down hard on this COVID-19. I believe they're using it to try to control people, control the nations, move us again out of sovereignty into a new world order. But uh, they're coming down hard on a lot of people, and they, they don't have any recourse, as you said, because their weapons are taken away. Exactly. Yep. And we still have that here in the United States, even though they're trying to take it away from us all the time. You know, like with the red flag laws that I mentioned, um, Biden has said many times that he wants to take uh, firearms away from people. Anytime there's a crisis, uh, what does the left do? They talk about uh, needing to take away firearms. You know, um, the less firearms there are, the less shootings there will be, which is absolutely insane. Uh, when you have common sense, you know, places where there are more firearms and people have the ability to defend themselves, there is less crime. Just take Chicago for an example. Strictest gun laws probably in the nation. And they have 30 to 50 shootings every weekend in Chicago. So this notion that we need to disarm uh, law-abiding citizens is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, they act like the weapon has a mind of its own. When, uh, you know, like I said, I go in and out of nations. I was uh, moving in Rwanda to meet with the parliament and the president of Rwanda. They had that genocide. 1.3 million people were slaughtered like animals. 
in three to six months, they slaughtered 1.3 million people. But there were no guns. They had already confiscated them many years ago. They killed them with stones, with their hands, with pangas. You know, murder comes from the heart. It's You can take all the weapons away from people you want. They're going to continue to kill if that's what they want to do. Yeah, it's not the tool. It's the person, you know. And, I mean, you can take all the firearms away from everyone in the entire world, and people are going to still kill each other, you know, because evil exists in this world. There were more people killed with hands and feet than any type of rifle um, at all in the United States. Those are FBI statistics. And they always talk about banning assault weapons. Well, anything can be an assault weapon. You know, assault is a verb. It's an action. It's not a weapon. It's not a tool. You know, you never hear the left when someone gets stabbed to death or or beaten with fists. You never hear them talk about assault rocks or assault knives. It's always assault rifles. Um, and they're after firearms big time. <clears throat> we, we can't allow that to happen. No. Obviously. Our forefathers guaranteed that we could arm ourselves, and they did it for the purpose of protecting ourselves if the leadership, the government, goes bad against tyranny. That's why they did it. They had broken away Absolutely. from Britain, and they wanted to make sure we did not come under the same fate of being slaves as they once were. Well, the left says all the time, you know, you don't need an AR to go hunting. Well, our forefathers didn't just get back from a hunting trip. They just got back from getting rid of a totalitarian government. Well, that's it. Dictatorship. That's it. And, and so, you know, when I talk to uh, people from the left, uh, you don't need it to go hunting. I say, you're right, but I need it for you against you. Because uh, if you go into tyranny and want to put me in prison like people are talking about because we disagree with you. This is for a government that goes lawless. Absolutely. Yep, that's what the founders intended. You know, and the, everybody talks about the Second Amendment, you know, which, which most everybody knows about, you know, in our federal constitution. But um, the Washington State Constitution is even more explicit than the Second Amendment because in Article 1, Section 24, it says that the right of the individual citizen to bear arms in defense of himself or the state shall not be impaired. There's wow. no mention of a militia or anything else. It's the individual citizen's right. So in reality, if we actually did what our forefathers suggested, all of us would be able to have weapons as sophisticated as our military does if we want to truly defend ourselves. Absolutely. I mean, the, the Second Amendment uh, is our carry permit. Right. That that is I mean, we're, we're born with the right to defend ourselves. The Second Amendment um, puts it in writing, you know, basically tells the government that they can't mess with it. Just like the First Amendment talks about free speech. You know, you, you cannot obviously holler fire in a, a crowded theater because you would endanger other people, possibly get them trampled the same way you can't uh, handle a firearm unsafely. And threaten people with it. You know, those are crimes. But to take weapons away from law-abiding citizens in the name of safety uh, is not safety. No, you're you're exactly right. I mean, it's just ludicrous to think that uh, uh, if we disarm 
the public, all through our nation, disarm honest people, it's crazy to think that the dishonest ones will give up their weapons. I mean, they'll never give up their weapons. We'll be at prey against other people that uh, don't care about the laws, including our government. Right. The only people that are going to obey the law are the law-abiding. The criminals don't care about a law. No. You know, it's, our, it's already against the law to kill someone. The, um, people murder people all the time. The law doesn't stop them. You know, and if you look back through history, every totalitarian government uh, before they actually took power uh, took away the people's ability to defend themselves. And then genocide after genocide followed. Yeah. It's, it's, it's in, our, in the world history. You know, all people have to do is look at it. So it's not that the left is stupid. It's that they want control. They want to be able to tell us what to do and, and us to have no recourse. No, the left knows exactly what they're doing, and they're disarming us in case they have to use force to make us comply to uh, being slaves. Yeah, the things that are happening right now are not happening by accident. No. You know, they, they know what they're doing. They, they know by letting millions and millions of people flood our southern border and flood our country— um, they know that that's not good for America. You know, we have legal immigration. We've always welcomed immigrants to this nation, but in a controlled fashion. You know, you you can't just open the doors to your house and let everybody come in there because pretty quick you won't have any control over your home anymore. And they know that. But if your plan is to ruin the United States of America, then that's what you do. You know, he knows, uh, you know, the presidential administration i don't think biden's in charge of anything but the administration same thing with governor inslee they know that shutting down small businesses will hurt the middle class because most small business owners are middle class people and a lot of them especially business owners vote conservative so they didn't shut down the big businesses you know remember back during the the complete lockdown all the big businesses were allowed to stay open but Middle America, hardworking mom and dads uh, were forced to shut down, and a lot of people lost their life savings. They lost their income, and that was done on purpose. Sure, it was. If, if a big business could have been open, small businesses could have been open, uh, probably even safer. So they know what they're doing, though. It, it's not by accident. Well, they seem to be following the agenda of the United Nations, withering away of state boundaries, creating a new world order. They know exactly what they're doing. And and uh, most of the liberals, the Democrats are in bed with, if we want to say, the international bankers, those that want to control the world. And so we're in a fight for the republic. We're in a fight for our freedom. And most people don't have a clue. Right. The globalists um, are not just the left either. There are uh, globalists um, that consider themselves to be Republicans. Oh, totally. And we need to, you know, we need to pull back uh, and just mainly worry about the United States of America. You know, that's that's what our government needs to do. We need to quit spending uh, blood and treasure on endless wars like Afghanistan, where we just left in a big debacle. Um, 20 years Young men and women were dying over there. We were spending trillions of dollars and supposedly uh, building up their country, enforcing their borders, training their military so they could defend themselves. And after 20 years, um, that military force we were building up fell uh, in just a couple days. So 
it's all about funding the globalists, funding the military industrial complex and taking money from hardworking men and women in the United States to do it. You know, when I get into Congress, I'm not going to be voting in favor of the globalist agenda, you know, of sending our troops everywhere to defend everybody's borders and fund the military industrial complex. Trillions and trillions of dollars wasted over there. You know, the, the same thing happened in Vietnam. We weren't there to win. We weren't there to win at all. And we haven't been in a war to win since World War II. And ever since then, every conflict we've been in has been in a United Nations uh, conflict, a United Nations police action, starting in Korea, we're all the way through to now. Well, and we need to bring our troops home, defend America, spend that money. Think about all those trillions of dollars, how good our roads would be, our bridges, our schools. It, it's ridiculous. But when, again, if your agenda is to take down the United States and get it out of the way of the uh, globalists, then they're doing the right thing. Again, you're listening to Dr. Jonathan Hansen. This is a warning radio program. My special guest is Lauren Culp. He's running for United States Congress. So why don't you uh, explain that a little bit? Uh, you're running for United States Congress what? And uh, why are you running? Well, as you mentioned briefly, I, I ran for governor in 2020. Um, got the most votes of any Republican in Washington state history. Had a tremendous, tremendous support from we the people all around this state. You know, we had rallies that um, no one in, involved in politics has ever seen in this state. And it's because of the people. You know, two to 3,000 people coming to rallies. It was just absolutely incredible the support that we had. But it was because my message was not about uh, building the Republican Party or uh, about me. It was about we the people, about taking back our government, downsizing it immensely so that the power goes back to we the people instead of a government agency that we can't control usually an appointed bureaucrat, but that campaign was tremendous. The support all over the state was incredible, and not just from Republicans. We had Democrats coming to the rallies and telling me in the meet and greet line that they were Democrat, never voted Republican in their life, but they, they're voting Republican that time because they saw what's going on on the left, and they don't like it anymore. Totally. So, right, and so after that election, um, I saw what Congressman Newhouse did. Um, he voted to impeach President Trump over nothing. You know, President Trump said to peacefully and, and patriotically uh, let your voice be heard at the Capitol. And they impeached him for that. And Dan Newhouse is a Republican, supposedly. Um, so him doing that raised a red flag for me. I'm like, what in the heck? Why, why did he do that? And then he voted for the January 6th commission to continue this fraud for Nancy Pelosi. So I started looking at his voting record as a congressman. And, you know, everybody usually thought he was pretty conservative. He's been in there, I don't know, five or six terms. And I looked through his voting record and he votes 40 to 50 percent of the time with the radical left and Nancy Pelosi, even though he calls himself a Republican. Wow. So. 
every out of every 10 votes, he's voting with Nancy Pelosi four or five times. Now, that to me is not someone who we need representing us in Washington, D.C., uh, from the most conservative district in the state of Washington. No, and so I decided to run against him and um, and use the momentum that we built during the 2020 governor's race and all the support that I have from people all over this state to take him out. Good. Again, this is the Warning Radio Program. You're listening to Dr. Jonathan Hansen, special guest, Lauren Culp, running for United States Congress from the state of Washington State. Now, Lauren, I want to talk just a little bit more about election integrity. I know Donald Trump, he wanted to drain the swamp, but what he didn't realize is it was an ocean. And like you mentioned, so many Republicans, you know, we call them rhino, Republican in name only, they're actually committed. Uh, they've already taken money to be reelected by international bankers, and they're, they're already on the, uh, the same agenda as many Democrats and to create a new world order, topple the republic. So what about this election integrity? I think there's just a lot of corruption going on. I reported it, I know. I have a lot of media we do on radio, television, social media, etc. But when I started reporting it with evidence, with facts, again, my background is law, law enforcement, felony crimes, they took me off the YouTube channel. YouTube took me off. Again, they broke all of their policies. It's supposed to be three strikes and you're out. You're supposed to have an appeal process. But just like they censored Donald Trump, they censored his lawyers, they censored anybody who'd wanted to speak the truth with evidence, yet they removed my whole channel. Now, we're on so many more channels, social media channels, cable channels, but the, yeah, the YouTube, again, high-tech they're they're working, if you want to say, for the left. They're working on the agenda of the Democrats. Lauren? Yeah, absolutely they are. Yeah, big tech is, and uh, the mainstream media is. It's very obvious. You know, they suppress the truth. They suppress opposing views uh, because it doesn't fit the narrative. You know, when it comes to elections, our ability to freely vote for our representatives, that, I mean, that, that is at the core of we the people being in charge of our government. And there's way, way too much opportunity for bad actors in our elections. You know, when when you can register right up to the day of election, there's no time to verify who the person is. You know, are they a resident? Uh, are they even who they say they are? And it, it opens up the door for fraud. And then add to that the lack of election security with motor voter, where, you know, somebody can show up at the Department of Licensing in this state show a utility bill, get a driver's license, and automatically they get registered to vote. They don't even have to ask to be registered. And the clerk doesn't ask them if they want to be registered. There was testimony from a, a lady who retired from Department of Licensing here in Washington State um, at a meeting that we had in uh, up in Mount Vernon. And she said that it automatically registers someone who comes in to get an ID card or a driver's license. No verification of who they are, whether they're a resident of the state or even a, a United States citizen. So that, that just opens up the door for bad actors to do what they want to do. You know, there's um, 12, I believe it's 12 county Republican Party chairs in the state, and they are canvassing with volunteers i know a couple of them um skagit county and snohomish county canvassing they're going out with the voter lists and knocking on doors with volunteers 
and finding out if, uh, you know, 20 people actually live at this residence and they voted. And they're finding, I know in Skagit County alone, they found over 1,100 votes that should not have been counted because the people either don't exist, they moved out of state, or they were dead. Wow. But they voted. And in Skagit County alone, the the legislative race there, the Republican only lost by 600 votes. And they already found 1,100 that were fraudulent. So they're working on canvassing. And there's a couple of state legislators that are working on that as well. So hopefully once they get done with that canvassing, we can get enough evidence to force an audit in at least one of the counties in the state. But if we don't have the basic right to choose who represent us, you know, and somebody else is choosing it for us, then we don't have a country anymore. Well, you're right. Again, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to The Warning Radio Program. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen, special guest Lauren Culp, running for United States Congress from Washington State. Now, tune in again next week. I'm going to have Lauren Culp on again. I want to get his views on vaccine mandates, critical race theory, national borders. May God richly bless you. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program. We need your donations in order to continue airing these Christ-centered prophetic programs. Send your checks or money orders to World Ministries International, Post Office Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. To donate securely by phone, call 360-629-5248. Visit our website to find other ways of giving and a wealth of information about World Ministries International and host Dr. Jonathan Hansen. The website is worldministries.org. There, you'll also have access to hundreds of previously aired radio programs, made-for-television videos, thousands of articles, Dr. Hansen's books, and travel itinerary. Again, the website is worldministries.org. The phone number is 360-629-5248. Tune in at this same time, Monday through Friday, on this radio station for the next exciting edition of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Remember, the Lord is not slow about the promise of His return, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for everyone to come to the repentance that leads to eternal life.